everyone. Welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. Before we get into part two of our husband's interviews, please go and check out our website at youngandwifedup.com. Also check out our Facebook group, also at Young and Wifed Up. And on our Facebook group, if you join, we are doing a spring, a six-week spring cleaning challenge. So every time you participate and show, um, we're going to be doing a weekly challenge. We've already started it. But every time you participate in a new challenge, you will get entered into a $25 Earth Hero gift card raffle. So go ahead and check that out. And before we get into part two of our husband's interview, we're going to take a quick break. I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for a convenient shopping experience. However, too much of the stuff we buy today is made without any thought of how it will affect our families and the world tomorrow. What if there was an all-around better way to shop? With the convenience that we all want and the confidence that everything is made, packaged, and shipped sustainably. Earth Hero is exactly that. Earth Hero is a one-stop shop for all your sustainable and eco-friendly products. They have so many products ranging from beauty supplies, cleaning products, homeware, clothing, baby essentials, and so much more. Join us today on our sustainable journey by using promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP for 10% off your entire purchase. Make sure to click the Earth Hero link on our website at youngandwifedup.com to start shopping today. Well, I love your guys' stories. And so that's the end of our listener question. So now we have some questions for you guys. Some of them are serious. Some of them are funny or fun. Um, but... I'm going to let Ryan answer the first um, question and then we'll move to Jed to answer it as well. So Ryan, um, how can we as women encourage our husbands spiritually? Um, Maybe from your experience, like how do you feel encouraged spiritually? And, you know, how would you, if you were talking to another man, you know, how would you go about that conversation? Like, you know, this is how your wife can encourage you spiritually and, um, how can we as as wives encourage other wives to do that as well? Mm. So I had a few different, I guess, thoughts on that, and I'll try and keep it brief, um, give Jed some time too. But um Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess um I guess the first one, um, what would kind of really, I guess, encourage me, and I feel like it's kind of funny. I saw this question and like what kind of came to mind was this um sermon I had listened to. A little while back and he was um preaching on uh first peter chapter three which is um you know kind of a big one for um i guess women and how they you know relate to men and i felt like the pastor handled it handled it really well and um i think one thing that is encouraging is just like for a woman to be able to acknowledge um the kind of leadership that a husband has and kind of management over um, his household which um, includes um, the spiritual state of the family and you know everything else as well and just um kind of having uh i guess a attitude and like kind of a showing a willingness to want to follow and just kind of mm-hmm. receive that leadership from you and i guess um kind of in that sermon, he kind of brought up a point, like, imagine if um, a wife were to come up to you and say, you know, like, hey, honey, um, like, do you have any plans, you know, for what you want to be doing for family worship? And like, you know, um, or, you know, what you want us to be listening to? Can you explain to? what um, family worship is really quick? 
Yeah, it's um, basically just a simple time, you know, try and shoot for it, you know, every day. Um, just a, a small, you know, 10 minute time of just, you know, reading a chapter of scripture and um, praying together, you know, just something really short so that you can keep it consistent and just, you know, taking a small amount of time out of your day to seek God together. Mm. Um, so just kind of like um, coming um, to your husband and like um, wanting that um, direction and guidance from them is really encouraging. And then um, I guess uh, I have one, I guess, just kind of like thinking about it because I'm kind of like thinking of that question and just like a lot of different potential audience um, and just kind of, I know in our culture, we can kind of, um, it's kind of almost like a stigma that like, which is sad, um, I guess, in like really modern evangelicalism that like women are more spiritual and men just kind of aren't. Mm -hmm. And like, they kind of propose this as like a dynamic of like a woman just like, oh, I wish my husband was more spiritual and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And you see that often. Yeah. It's a lot of people's realities. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing to kind of encourage a husband in that is just to kind of as much as you guys can, like really get away from a really feminized expression of Christianity, which sadly is just kind of everywhere almost. Just like, I feel like you guys have even mentioned just like if you were to go into a Christian bookstore, which I don't think there's (laughs) any of those anymore, (laughs) but like you would find a majority of just like these kind of girly devotions. Talked about that in our spiritual disciplines episode. You're, you're right. A lot of the, a lot of the stuff you may see on the shelves or online or whatever, a lot of the um, studies, devotionals, a lot of them are geared towards women. There are barely anything, there's barely anything out there out there with a lot of depth for men. It's hard to find. Yeah. And I mean, even sadly, it's just some of the stuff is just kind of like, I don't know, almost like demasculating and almost mm, just kind yes. of like in a way of like, no, obviously I, totally I agree, agree with the sentiment, but just like, you know, man up or something and like, you know, go (laughs) and like, you know, just, I don't know. Um, but, um, so maybe, maybe one recommendation I, I would say I've, um, there's a really good podcast that I've listened to called it's good to be a man. And, um, he just kind of explores really, um, men, (laughs) um, just like, uh, you know, a masculine expression of Christianity, which I mean, obviously Christianity is for men and women, but, um, just, you know, um, it's really good on that. So I do agree though, that there has been a feminization of Christianity to a point where it is not, it's not, um, attractive for men that aren't believers. Yes. Like it, and even men that are believers, but they aren't like faithful in their word. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's really sad. And I think that a lot of it does have to do with feminism as well. And like just the, the shift of our culture yes. to like anything that could be um, encouraging and building up a man yeah. is wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, but then those same women will look at their own marriages and say, and wonder why, how come you're not manning up and leading exactly. us? But yeah. it's like, Ooh, I feel, um, an anti-feminism. Ooh, I'm glad I feel it coming up. up. But we've true, been talking about it for a while. I know we've been, we've been, you know, slightly a little hinting. in there, but truly like, I do agree that if, if we are like going so far the other way 
you know, we're going to see more and more a shift of men not leading their homes in the Lord. Yes. And so, um, how do you, is there, I think, um, I've seen too, and a lot, in a lot of situations and conversations I've had with women, they're like, well, what else can I do besides being on my knees and praying for them? And like, you know what is I there mean? Something practically. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, yeah, maybe my kind of final thought, which goes along with that is, just kind of going back to that um, chapter that I was mentioning, First Peter chapter 3, and it's kind of interesting that kind of in the immediate context, it gives this example of, you know, wives, if your husbands are, um, I can't think of the exact word, but like um, disobedient to the word, um, your conduct in the way that you interact with your husband and like putting on a meek and a quiet spirit rather than um, just having your adornment and be about your physical beauty, but also mm-hmm. giving attention to the way that you're interacting and treating your husband. And again, with those adjectives that scripture uses, um, meek and quiet or with a gentle and quiet spirit, um, it can win them over. Um, mm-hmm. So I just think that, um, I don't think I'm twisting the passage to say that just the way that you interact with your husband throughout the day um, can really have good spiritual influence on him. You know, if you're acting in a way that um, shows the redeeming nature of what God does to just how we see in the world of just like what femininity is like pictured as is just like this, you know, not a very good picture of a controlling and kind of dominating Kind of thing, and just to be able to show your husband just like um, what God has intended, um, you know, the family and a woman to be, just can really melt his heart um, mm. and have really a big impact on him. Yeah, mm. that's good. I really like that. That's very encouraging. Um, okay, Jed, what about you? Yeah, Jed, how we how can we as women encourage our husband spiritually? I want to try to follow Ryan because that that was a really good answer. Okay, <laughs> that's how he felt about the other oh, question. Gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys gonna, are just he, gonna he keep stealing each other's content. Like, All right, check this out, Jed. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so my answer comes from a place of accountability, um, just because mm. I think before, as a younger man, you just want to find your own way and discover it on your own. In my experience, when I pushed away like accountability and people asking questions or even just mentors, you know, talking with me and that kind of accountability from people, when I pushed them away and, and just kind of ignored their, their guidance, 99% of the time, I felt pretty hard on my face, mm-hmm. like every single time. And it could be just the idiot in me who was just like, <laughs> you just can't figure this out. You're going to fall. But in my personal experience, like I said, accountability is what keeps me on track. It, it, it's what keeps me straight. And it also, it, it also reminds me of the goal I'm going after. Like, no one's going to hold me accountable to something that I don't ask them to. Yeah. And if, it also shows the seriousness of my commitment, too. Because if you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do, you know, you don't, you don't hire, hire a personal trainer if you're just going to sit on your butt all day, watch TV and pig out, you hire a personal trainer, you, you're using your hard work to money to, to pay for someone's time to get you better. Otherwise, you're literally just handing someone money. That's it. You're just giving them money. So that, that's, that's kind of the same scenario as 
I ask people to hold me accountable for the things that I'm serious about because I know I'm fallible and um, I know that there's going to be days where I, I will literally have just like an effort day. Like, I just don't care. I'm just going to throw it to the trash. Like, I just don't care anymore. But I know those days are going to be where the commitment needs to shine through the most. So mm-hmm. this is that's a little context. Um, so to answer your question originally, <laughs> I would say the, the best way that women can encourage their husbands, spiritually speaking, is just kind of asking us if we're in our study, how, mm-hmm. what's our study like? What are we learning? Um, not just like, hey, are you doing a study? Okay, cool. But like, what are you learning? Yeah. What are some of the verses that yeah. have, st- have stood out to you? Um, how do you feel like you can apply that to our home, to your life, to your mm-hmm. personal life, to your personal views? Mm-hmm. Um, and it can definitely be uncomfortable for a man because sometimes we don't have those answers ready and it can frustrate us because it could, I know for me, it can make me feel like inadequate or unintelligent, but mm-hmm. I just don't have those answers. So I've had to like, tell Marcel sometimes I, I wish I had an answer for you but I don't but I'm gonna find that answer for you yeah and that that pushes me to dig deeper into my study or dig deeper into Motivated. discussion yeah that way to find that answer to really stand on on solid ground because a yes I'm in my study doesn't it just confirms information it doesn't dissect that information um and then also I think for me is is sharing with your husband's what you're learning in your study mm-hmm. because I think we can adapt and, and we can, we can learn by example too, often mm-hmm. people, you know, and especially if, you know, the people, the women in our lives who are most important to us, who we look up to, who we, you know, we stand on and we really hold dearly. I think if they also show an example, like I'm serious about this too, this is not just, you need to get better. But I'm also doing this for me. I'm also yeah, doing this for our doing family. Doing side by side. Exactly. And that way you guys are, are, you know, sharing the load together. And it's not just the husband's journey or not just the yes. wife's journey. You guys are yeah. on it together. And a lot of times it can bring up a really good, deep discussion about things that you guys wouldn't normally talk about or speak about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with that study and you bringing up those questions, you're opening up that vulnerability to talk with each other more. You're opening up that vulnerability uh, to discuss some problems that say are hiding or you guys are both suppressing or, you know, whatnot. Yeah. So do you, do you think along with that kind of what you were saying before, do you think wives may be encouraging their husband to have somebody to talk to besides them, like an, a man, mm-hmm. an older man who's more experienced in life? Cause one thing, one thing that I really, I really admire about Jed is that, even in times in his life where things are like perfect, like from the outside view, <laughs> things are going great. Everything's, everything's going great. He still seeks out counsel from, from people that he trusts. And he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't use it as a last resort to like, no. right. oh, I'm in a really bad place right now. Now I'm going to go talk to somebody. He yeah. continues that relationship with people. And that's something he's kept up for literally years you guys like for years he's kept up with people making sure he's consistent because he knows that he has blind spots oh yeah because we all have them and he makes it he's very aware he's very self-aware and he brings those things up so i feel like also wives like encouraging their husbands to find somebody that they can trust and talk to is a is a really big deal 100 percent. i know that's helped us just in our marriage 
and yeah. you individually, oh, 100%. which in turn helps us in our family as oh, well. Absolutely. Because so. there's, there's things that I could talk to you about. Sure. And trust you and trust you with, but who are you sure. going to talk I'm about to her, her about? But exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, who do I talk to about my wife? Yeah. Kind of the same thing with like, if you were to talk to me, there's just some things that you just can't talk to me. Exactly. About. You'll tell me about it, but in right. order for you to yeah. relate and feel comfortable and feel safe, like they're just, I, I can't relate to you. So yeah. Cause you're not a girl. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how I can say is that sounds like it sucks i'm sorry but you talk to a woman they're gonna have a completely different perception exactly. of it. so yeah. i think it's the same for men like and not only i think men who seek counsel from other men they'll receive that counsel and that accountability better when that man's mm-hmm. like okay well your wife said you messed up I agree. You messed up. Right. Somebody that's not just going to be a yes, yes. man. Somebody exactly. that's going to see your sin for what it is. Well, yes. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and then also to like encourage you in the quote unquote manly ways because yeah. only men can, I feel mm-hmm. like, can truly relate. And communicate. And communicate. Like, yes. yeah, I, that would make me feel inadequate too. And, and that We are being me... so controversial, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah. So, I mean, my, my mentor, John, has really helped me out a lot and. And my mentor, Jerry, too. So they've definitely helped relate to life more. And, and it's helpful because they love both of us yeah, equally. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's another thing is like they're not, they're not just a... On your like side. Like you were saying, exactly. yeah, like a yes man. Like a yes sort man. Of they no, they that's relate so important. too as well. So. Yeah, that's like our relationship with our elders. Like our elder, both of our elders that we have, like they're for us and like even though i know like sometimes ryan is mostly talking to them and getting Mm -hmm. counsel from them like they'll call me after and be like hey like Mm -hmm. you want to tell me what happened you know what i mean like you know like we're looking to get both sides of the story and they're like yes so i don't know guys like if you if you don't have like those kind of people in your lives like Man, like I, pr- I really pray that you can seek those those things out because truly, I do not know how people go through marriage alone. I don't know. Yeah, mm. we like yeah. truly like being plugged into a local church and being a part of a body and having church leaders in your lives that can take care of you. Like it's so so important. I think it could be fear. I think yeah. I think there's like this perception like people they want to look like they're not struggling with anything. And, oh and, yeah it's a pride thing it's a pride sure. thing and, and everyone will say like you're not fooling anybody but no one's gonna step up and be like i'm, right. gonna, do, I'm gonna do something about me not yeah performing well, well you have to humble are. yourself yeah in order to ask people for help so yeah. we're so gonna, even even if you are seeking those relationships out and it's not coming to you pray about it yes. a lot we can ask the lord for those things yeah. seriously mm-hmm. yeah okay cool well those are great answers guys i really i was encouraged by that um so, okay, so we're coming to a fun one. Um, Ryan, if you had all of the time, money, and resources, what is your ideal date with Just me? know she's going to write this down and be like, you said this is I'm a like, podcast. okay, so let's, it's happening. Let's schedule when it. When y'all are millionaires, this <laughs> is what you're doing. <laughs> what is the ideal date? And again, it, I mean, it could be so humble. Like, it doesn't have to be this That's big million-dollar yeah. date. Yeah, because originally I was thinking of that as, like, a fantasy date Like, on a yacht. But like a bachelor so date? I was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I was kind of thinking, like, I don't know, like, South America or something. Like, Whoa! You know, like, a, like a <laughs> When have we ever talked about South America? Know. Or, like, well, Jerusalem now you know. or something. Or, oh, but, that's your deal. <laughs> going to no. the Holy Land. But, uh... I, I even thought Ryan. of like I even thought of like Ireland because we both have Irish in us Irish roots you know? Irish but Irish I feel like honestly like the 
it's fun when we go out and we're out somewhere new, but like we're like we're really good about whenever we're traveling or like doing a trip or something that we have plenty of downtime. Yeah. Like honestly, <laughs> just like being at a different place and just like even doing the same old things that we do or like <laughs> we always find like a fun TV show to watch yeah. or like binge or something and like we'll order in food or something and like so you that know always what, Ryan? makes it fun. That is my ideal date too. <laughs> Right. So we can like Ryan is a man anywhere. of simple pleasures. Yeah. And so am I too. Like we both are just so like, I don't know. We're just so content to just be sitting on our butts. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't know. Jen and I are sometimes the same way. Like, yeah, we yeah. We're just like so in love with each other playing a video we're game and like Fortnite with us. Yeah. <laughs> and eating like, such, a, such a romantic Fortnite. evening. <laughs> it really is. That sounds good, right? Team, team building, right? Team building. There we go. Okay, Judd, what about you? What's your ideal date night? So our, our ideal date night. Um, What's yours, not ours? <laughs> Marcel's like, don't speak well, for okay. me. So, oh gosh. <laughs> Although he did tell me what his answer was, and I was like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Because, okay, so my ideal, if, if I, it's weird, because if I was to do it like all what I want to do, I have to think at the end of the day, we didn't do a single thing that you, that I know that you like to do. And that makes me feel guilty. I'm like, I but don't want But it's your ideal date. But like, I, that's, it's, but, but his ideal date is like, also making you happy. Yeah, making exactly. you happy. Exactly. We're sharing, we're sharing Jen. in the date. I know. I'm very sacrificial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Such a martyr for I this am. date night. Okay. So we've, we've had a little bit of this, uh, we've already had a little bit of this date. I'm having a stroke. When I have a stroke, I sound like a frog. <laughs> Okay. Is that the sound of you just say a frog? I did. I don't know my animals apparently. <laughs> okay. Is that an animal or an amphibian? An amphibian. Okay, there we or go. A reptile? Anyway. Coming back. So You failed biology, right? Yes, I did. Twice. <laughs> I actually didn't. I was actually pretty good with it. Wow. I have a weak stomach. Oh, Sorry, I ben. love it. Which part? Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> so we would start with breakfast in bed, probably like a bread and breakfast. Um and we would have waffles and fruit and like you know so Nutella. And, well, duh, you gotta give her a visual. So cute. Got it. Because I know a year from now, so when's this date gonna happen? Anyways, um, so we're gonna a do a year, all, like a week. A week. There we go. Yeah, that's attainable. Um, waffles and fruit. Then uh, between breakfast and lunch, we're gonna go shopping for a bit um, in the hot shopping spots in Carlsbad. Hot wow. shopping yeah, spots. Because Marcella is a shopper and I don't mind holding her bag. So then after that, <laughs> we're going to grab lunch at this really, really good place called Pacific Coast Grill. We actually went there for my birthday. This is not a fake place, this you is guys. Actually this is really real. We've so been there and it's bomb. So, Are you just trying to recreate a date you had? Is that a what little you're saying? Bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was a date that I, that I planned for his birthday. So he's essentially taking credit for a date that I already no, planned for. No, but there's changes. <laughs> I just realized. He just came to me. I'm doing, I'm doing the same scenario with that, that Ryan did with his meals. I'm grabbing a little bit of each date. Okay, whatever. Into it. Okay. <laughs> whatever okay. you want to call it. So this place is super good. It's on the beach. It is really it's good. It has amazing coffee. It's weird how I just remembered only the coffee but it's really good um then afterwards we would do some kind of activity that's very active my kind of thing so I was thinking like axe throwing that sounds like a lot of fun which I would he's always like we I want to do an um an active thing yeah and that's your thing but we like doing active things together like axe throwing sounds like fun true like we used to go on hikes 
all the time when we were dating. Did like we once a month, we, we would like Tom go here. to Topanga or something and like go on a hike. Malibu. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so axe throwing or I can't think of another active activity, but if there was like spear fishing, that would be that would be amazing. What the? Okay, Dude, right? that I'm a little. <laughs> no, no, like snorkel, like snorkeling, and like that's crazy. Doing, that that sounds dope. like something that takes twenty years to to learn. To learn. <laughs> I don't care if I miss every single one. I would still want to go. Okay, um, and then after that, just recover and rest at a very nice seafood place. We love our seafood. Yeah. And I think that would be really a great way to end the day. We cannot be more different than each other. It's okay. We care about quality. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> we care about comfort. I still feel like I read mm. this question wrong. I felt so much pressure to have some like fantasy type thing, and I didn't realize it could be It's whatever totally you normal. want. Well, it was whatever you want. <laughs> whatever. This, this is the first thing that came to mind because Marcella, she told me a long time ago, she was like, if I was, if I was to spend a lot of money, like a lot of money, it would be for experiences. Or it would be for like good food or which something. kind of like but contradicts n- your statement that I'm a big shopper because I don't think I really am. Yeah, I don't think she is either. When you said that, I've I was never like, been a yeah, big shopper. she hates it. She avoids it at all costs. Well, guys, I don't know my wife, so. <laughs> In fact, when she wants to go shopping, she'll call me and be like, "Hey, do you want to go with me?" Because I'm work? working half the time. No, but before Seth, it doesn't even have to do with the baby. Yeah, I think because <laughs> because with guys, and you'll see like. The guys, the, the typical guy with their wife or guy with a girl shopping, they're just they're just behind them like a puppy, just like hello. That's Ryan. There we, yeah, that's me. He doesn't know okay. what to do. He's because very like, awkward. Because he'll stand outside of the store. You know okay. Oh my god! Okay. Okay. Funny story. What? Funny story. Yeah. That's pretty bad. So funny story. So he finds a Marcella seat loves home goods. I love and, home goods. And I, I like. They have some pretty pretty cool stuff. But what I can't get over <laughs> is the they're like furniture, and I walk in, I'm like they're charging. $200 for a freaking chair? I can make this. And she goes, then make it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, then why? He's, yeah, he's a handyman, but he makes all of these, like, claims yeah, about things like that. Oh, my anyway. goodness. Or a great example okay. of that. Anyways, moving on. Ryan, a serious one. Bum, bum, bum. How old were you when, when we got married, actually? I think you were 23 or uh, No, I was uh, technically 25, but I was like a month away from being 25. Okay, so that's still considered young to a lot of people. Um, do you regret... It is nowadays. Yeah, young, do you yeah. regret getting married young? Why or why not? No. Um, and yeah, I feel like a lot of my answer is just like kind of what you guys are saying, like nowadays. It's, it's nowadays. Young. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, ideally, I probably would have kind of wished I would have gotten married even, you know, younger. And would have snatched me up right, <laughs> but, out, right out of high school. <laughs> but it's just, you know. Sucky eternity. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like I just went through a lot of different phases and just kind of life kind of just started to hit me at like 19. And I just kind of slowly started to get my act together. So I don't know. I... I definitely just think that, um, I mean, obviously, I think marriage and being, having been married, just the blessing that it is, like, it really is awesome. And just, like, thinking about all the, like, fun time that we experienced together and just even... Do you think that you've missed out on things because you got married young? He's like, yeah, it's, it's funny because like no. <laughs> there's travel like travel the world. There's like a few different like coworkers and stuff that are you know like oh, single gosh. and stuff and just like seeing them. Like, but honestly, no. <laughs> like I just 
Yeah, I just feel like this is the life that I want to be living and yeah. stuff. And I just feel sure. like, I don't know, I kind of look back and I just feel like it's marriage and just like pursuing like a woman and stuff just really brings you like outside of yourself mm-hmm. and stuff. And like, just kind of like how even like Jed was talking about earlier, you know, like him, like in like wanting to like have this relationship he kind of had to like come to terms with like and it was the same for me like oh maybe i should get out of my parents so it's like it really makes you like grow up and stuff and i think of just like even things of like would i even be this far along in my career like if i wasn't like mm. motivated to want to just like wow yeah you know, take care of a family because I just worry, like, oh my gosh, but I have just been content to just like, yeah. you know, be where I was But no, and I just think so, like, with that, just like all of the benefits that it does to just make you into the person that I think, you know, God wants you to be, and just like all the blessings that, you know, having a wife brings. Um, um, a good wife. Yeah. Yeah. A good wife. Um, and no, I just overall, I do think it's just sad to just think how um, we see in our society today that it's just like, um, it's kind of just pushed on you um, that a prolonged just kind of uh, boyhood, yeah. I guess. Mm. And that, you know, uh, just we see men being pacified and stuff by just, um, you know, not pursuing you know good things and stuff like they're just content to um you know cultures pushing at them like pornography and um, yeah. just being enabled by you know you know continuing to live with your parents not yeah. saying that there can't be situations where like you're paying your way through school right kinda like what i did you know right. but just you know not but still you're always pursuing something better and you're not just like freeloading you yeah know? so that's a good answer. Jed, do you regret getting married young? Because we were super young. We were. We were way yeah. younger than... You I were, well, not way younger, but a, a couple of years younger than when yeah, you Yeah, Marcel was 20, 20, and you were, we were still 21. 21 when you got married. Which a lot of people would look at as, like, that's, like, the party phase. Like, that's, like, where you get to be, you know, yourself. It's and, the travel. It's explore, and you know. Do yeah, because you now you're officially legal in all times. <laughs> that's true. Know. Yeah, yeah. Brian and I did get to enjoy that time single, though. Very nice. But I never got to. I'm sorry. No, it, so but it, that, was, it was way more fun with. Honestly, it sucked. Like, I, yeah, I would have much rather gone yeah, through that with my husband. That is exactly. what I don't. That's what I don't understand. Like, don't you want to travel and see oh, the world? So and, da, 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 and I'm like, by myself? Like, that sounds miserable. Like, why would I ever desire that more than, like, going with somebody you love so deeply? Like, how? I don't understand. Sorry, babe. That's fine. No, I feel very strongly about I was that. not tired of um, getting married, you know, early and at a very, very young age. Um, I was still a baby. There was still definitely some growing that needed to happen. But I think it was... It was easier to mature to a point where your dad's side was good enough to marry you but then it matured me matured matured me more <laughs> because in marriage there's a lot of things where you, you have to look it in the eye you can't pretend that it's not there or pretend it's something else like it's there and it's very exposing it's very exposing um Marriage is the one thing that is going to bring a mirror to yourself that you don't want to see. <laughs> totally. but, really? but it's also one of those things where it's going to shape you into a person you didn't think you could be. Yeah. And so 
I mean, especially if you try to shape it into your person, if you, if you try to shape it into a person by yourself, it's still not going to be as good as that person who still supports you, loves you, lifts you up, holds you accountable to the things that you say that you're going to do, and mm-hmm. just makes you want to be a better person every day. So to be honest now, I, I don't miss the traveling, the partying, the, I don't miss any of that because that sounds exhausting. So, you know what, Jed, too, like from the outside looking in, because I've known you for a really long time, and I do think like getting married young like forced you into a lot of maturity. Like yeah. you're like a whole different man than you were. Like yeah. even even when you guys first got married, like yeah. you're just like a whole different man. And I just seen God's hand in your life. Not that like you were bad or anything before, yeah. but you were terrible. No, but like, yeah, no. but truly, like I the maturity, it. like and seeing you as a father now, it like encourages our hearts so much. And even though Ryan hasn't, you know, because he was my date at your wedding, because we were fresh, mm. freshly yes. dating, yeah, at your guys's wedding. But I mean, even. And Ryan and I are always encouraged by, like, you know, your spiritual growth and your maturity well, and your, Thank you. you being a father, especially like you guys got married so young, but you guys are a success story because a lot of people, a lot of people like in those stages, they'll be like, oh, well, they'll be over in a couple years. But yes. you guys no. have so much fortitude mm-hmm. and like the Lord is really the center of your marriage. And no, I, it's clear. Yeah. No, I, I, I would not have asked Marcella's hand in marriage if, if I wasn't. Like this is this is it. Like I'm I'm yeah. done looking. I'm done dating. I'm done having fun as a single guy. Like yeah. I, I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna have more fun, but with someone else. I wanna ex- sharing those experiences because I think if you do those experiences by yourself or traveling abroad or whatever, you can share those experiences with other people in a way. But it's it's just different. It's Have different it. when you're more like deeply connected it's with just somebody different, and able yeah. to There's share just stability. Experience. There's yeah. just stability and like if the you closest. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this sense of like if there's something that you want to do but all of a sudden now you're you have anxiety about it or you're scared to do it, that other person's gonna know what to say and how to say it and be like you can do this or you don't have to do this if you don't mm-hmm. want to like you don't have to prove An to encourager. me. Yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna have that. So no, short answer. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've been asking all the questions like the past four times. Okay, it's so okay, I'll, I'll ask the next Jeez. one. Sorry. <laughs> what are some things you guys like to do together without us girls? Mandate time. Okay, so what's I your? Do. So this is what I whatever do. Whatever that I, means. I make sure to put on some a really nice dress and some eyeliner. <laughs> Jen, what? This is not a cross dressing podcast. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I just want to make. I, I want to be, you know, looking nice for. He's he's a hot guy. No, I'm joking. Anyway, it's like the '50s things from last week. We yeah. get dressed up. Yeah, you get. Oh, and your in your evening gown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Ryan, well, you want to answer yeah. this first? Ryan, why don't you go? Because I got some answers. But okay, the, how many brother-in-laws are like BFFs? I don't know too many. No. It, it is kind of like the perfect scenario. We're yeah. all pretty close in age, and like. Yeah. We used to live in the same complex. Yes. R.I.P. Yes. Yeah, really. Sorry, guys. Those were the glory days for us. <laughs> those, those were the good times. Yeah. I don't know if we knew it then. No. <laughs> or we could walk to each other's doors uh, hand your baby, like, over. Literally. Yeah. At any we time. We just drop them off the balcony because you catch them down there. Yeah, exactly. sometimes. Um, we didn't but, do that, guys. Like I said, let loose. Um... <laughs> Explain what does let loose entail exactly? He's so tickled. I'm, just like, I'm curious. Oh gosh. 
Um, I don't know. We usually find ourselves like smoking cigars, um, doing man things, man, uh, smoking, having and a drink. nice beer, smoking yeah. and drink. Is that what you usually, said? Smoking and drinking. Oh, usually so. I can't handle the hard alcohol. Jen's doing. Yeah, he's, I can't he's a keep wuss. up. That's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like tapping yeah. out. He he has the ones. He'll, he'll he'll have like a strawberry daiquiri with a little umbrella. Hey, Jet, it's a blended margarita. Okay. Hey, don't lie. You like some of those girly drinks too. Yeah. Wow, Come on, throw Jay. me out of the bus. Thank he you. does. I'm it's, totally it's gonna right. expose you. Know, I'll, I'll, you. They are pretty good. They're, um, they're really good. There's sometimes we watch movies that you guys don't want to see. So yeah, like, we mm, we watched like um, any movie with clowns in it. Yeah, yes. oh, that's hilarious because movie. we both watched. Yeah, Bush 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 Bush. It it too and the Joker. Yeah. And how many a times? A lot of clowns, man. A lot of Sorry. clowns. You guys yeah. have a clown fixation. <laughs> it's, it's our thing. Wow, I did not it's realize actually, that. It's actually a thing. It's like a part of their thing. You guys have to keep it going. You mm-hmm. need to exclusively watch movies <laughs> with clowns in them. And then rate them, and then we start a podcast. Even better. Even clown better. Movie we reviews. watch clown movies and clown costumes. That would oh, be. Oh, heck no. Oh if I ever saw you in a clown costume, um,. Bye. I am <laughs> just bye. Going to I'm move in with my parents was said I would never know. That's yeah. terrifying. So but you guys Ryan, watch how movies? many? How many out of those those movie times did I fall asleep? All you three. Were, I had to keep waking you up during Joker last time. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, the guys. Miss, I have like... a terrible, terrible habit. If if I get comfortable, comfortable, <laughs> not too comfortable. If I just get comfortable. To a movie, I'm out like a light, and it ruins date nights, mandates, and just by myself. I'll be- <laughs> He's like trying to watch a movie. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> so frustrating. Because, because, check it out. So I'll be watching like, a TV show, oh and, my I'll, gosh, and I'll yes. have, have the laptop on, and I'll wake up, and I'm thinking I'm still like, like no, I, just, I miss I like 30 seconds. Yeah. No, I wake she, up, she and I'm like, honey, up. you missed an episode and a half. He's like, what? Not even what happened? Half. Somebody Some- died they're talking about. It. He's like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go back. terrible. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so bad. So Ryan now he tricky. has to get into a routine to make himself a cup of coffee yeah. before he watches the movie. Otherwise, <laughs> that is, so fun. That is yeah. what happens. Ryan, I'm sorry for falling asleep. It's not you. It's really me. So disrespectful. It's so bad. But Jed, yeah. what's your answer to the question? My, my answer was was pretty much hands. Um, it's, it's we just you know drink beer, shoot the drink, breeze. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we did. We discuss. Uh, uh, alcohol we discuss theology and that's what something mm-hmm. that i really like doing ryan's very very smart when it comes to that and i am not so i i bounce more concepts and questions off of him than he does me and he'll ask me like well how does this make sense and well you know you can see actually this side of the story in the book of whatever and i'm like oh yeah you're right okay so <laughs> like oh yeah yeah you're right. um but yeah he's he's really good with that and i'm not but this is why i like to talk to you him guys about have theology. a good a good balance you have your strengths and weaknesses yeah i think you guys contribute different things to your relationship and it I, helps yeah. i asked jen yeah. about like real life practical things like, <laughs> <laughs> jen, how do i <laughs> how do you get glass out of a garbage disposal no <laughs> no yeah uh, but uh, no it's we like to hang out like hanging out every once in a while and just doing simple stuff. Um, it doesn't have to be complicated. Keep the spark alive. We gotta date each we other. We really do. We really do. That's I mean, cute. Yeah. You guys are so cute. Guys. <laughs> so, okay. So speaking of, you were talking about um, you guys like to discuss theology and stuff when you hang out. So speaking of which, 
What passage of scripture do you guys find yourself turning to often? So this could be in hard times, good times, whatever you want to talk about, whatever that means to you. So Ryan, why don't you go ahead? Um, I guess, I mean, it's a little hard to, I guess, pick um, a single verse and stuff. So I hope it's not against the rules. I but... pick seven. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But I, I feel like, I don't know, for me, like, and just even in the past few years of my life, I've just really been um, trying to cultivate a prayer life and um, and just kind of handling all the different things in my life. Like, obviously, it'll drive you to your knees, you know, in God to prayer. So I've just found a lot of comfort in pretty much the entirety of the book of Psalms. And just um, kind of one thing that's really special about it is, like, I've like I've found help from just um, written prayers and stuff that people, people will do to kind of help instruct you on, you know, how to pray. And then if you, like, really think about it, like, the Psalms is God's, you know, prayer instruction for us. And, like, you know, trying to utilize it as, like, you know, I'm making this my prayer. Um, and it's just really done just, I don't know, as cheesy as it is, is, kind of just unspeakable kind of benefits and comfort. Like, there's just um, a few different verses. Like, I mean, I really um, cling to a lot of the more earnest and kind of... Um, some of um, David's and the other writers just kind of more desperate, I guess, psalms and really, you know, crying out to the Lord. Um, I have here Psalm um, 62.8. Um, Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. And just that idea of, like, God commanding you to pour out your heart to him is just really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I had another one. The chapter before it, um, Psalm 61, 2. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And just, you know, I think we probably all experience times where we're just completely overwhelmed. And just to have, you know, words put into our mouth of being able to, you know, give back to God is just yeah. pretty powerful. Nice. Yeah. Good. Okay, Jen, do you have a favorite passage? I do. It's also in Psalms, so we cannot be more alike. Cute. Um, it's actually 62. No, I'm joking. It's not. So, <laughs> so it's uh, Psalms 27.1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And that's NIV version uh, for you guys reading. Um, but yeah, that's just a verse that um, I came upon... I don't even know when. It was definitely uh, in my high, my late high school days, but something that I've just kind of clung to for a while now and uh, just adds that reassurance of protection that though life is crazy and scary and even sometimes people can be crazy and scary, um, there's still that, that stronghold, that, that fortress uh, that you can you know go to in the Lord. And um, it states in that first sentence, there, he's their light. He's our light and our salvation. He's our savior without salvation. So that just gives me hope. And um, I think as long as I have that hope and that realization of who he is, then um, I can live out my life in glory of that. And you're set. And and I'm fit. You're awesome. Okay. Moving on to, oh, the last question. One of the last questions. It's kind of, there's a, a little bit of a variation It's a two-sided yeah. coin. A two-sided so, <laughs> okay. 
Jed, what is your favorite thing about being a dad? I get this question a lot, actually, from various people. But um, the, the one thing that sticks out the most, and I have to think about, like, what do, what do I look at or what do I feel when I see Seth? And there are a lot of things There's to a love lot. about him. He, <laughs> he'll scream at 7 a.m. in the morning when I walk into his room. He'll just pop up from napping and just scream randomly. Don't know how that happens, he but made, it's okay, hilarious. Wait, he made this really weird noise a couple of mornings ago. Okay. Jed like walked into, and I could hear it from our bedroom. So he he wakes up at, or I wake him up at 7 a.m. And we have to turn off the sound machine to wake mm-hmm. him up. And a, he a lot of time he hears that and he'll kind of like stir and kind of like sit up. And so he'll see me and kind of like, bah, bah, and kind of make sounds. So that was all normal. I walked in, dark room, shut off the sound machine. Hi, Seth. Good morning. He sits up randomly. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just barks. So he just barks. That was like, so, and I oh, heard what it. was that? I was still laying in bed. I heard it from our bedroom. And at first I thought it was Jed. And Jed comes in with him because he usually lays him down next to me, gives him, gives him his bottle, and then leaves to go to work. And so he walks in with Seth, and I was like, what was that? And he was like, Seth just made this really weird noise. But you literally, no, you literally opened, you opened the door. And he made, he was like, he was, Just randomly. <laughs> like, what? But it was crazy because I'm pretty sure he was like wide awake. I think he was already awake. He, That's he was just awake and laying down. So when I opened the door, he just sprung up and just made that sound. And it caught, caught me completely off guard. And I was cracking I've never up the heard that sound day. come out of him ever. It was very funny. It was, anyway, sorry. Okay, that's fine. So um, the great thing about being a dad for me is getting to see uh, Seth's development um, really in everything. Just kind of the way he walks, the way he moves, um, how he gets into things even how he's getting smarter um but really how he learns um seeing how he looks at people both relatable and like unrelated just kind of what he finds curious and what he finds uh funny um and then i i also i love seeing how he's reciprocating that love just naturally the other day yeah um he was kind of moody and you know just walking around and you know, piping up, piping down, and then I was just like, what is going on with him? So I picked him up, and he just, you know, basically just was a baby again and was hugging me. And I was just like, needed to snuggle. He just needed to snuggle, and I was like, okay. And he was perfectly content. He just laid his head on Judd's yeah. chest, and he was, like, there for, like, 15 minutes, yeah. maybe. So that just was like, that was oh. good. Was he, it was really cute. Him taking, um, you know, shelter in us and trust in us. So that, I like that a lot. Um, and I just love learning new things with him. And seeing yeah. and learn. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, Ryan, what is your favorite thing about being an uncle? I think probably the easiest thing is all of the fun, mm-hmm. enjoyment. Another responsibility. And all of the sleep. All of the sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know. We have it pretty good now. No, he sleeps through the night. Yeah. I mean, you guys know when you're here late yeah. at night, he yeah. never wakes up. Yeah, really ever, which is We're really being great. super loud in the living room right now. But the difference with ones. our relationship with him is we get to go home. <laughs> I know. You get to give him back. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan has a terrible no. habit of when he's when I'm putting him down, he'll try to rile him back up. <laughs> oh, like, and I tell like up. Ryan, if you and you can, do you want to put him down? Too. Yeah, but he doesn't know any better. <laughs> no, it's definitely no. It's been awesome being an uncle. I'm actually an uncle of many. Yeah, I am. It is. 
all over town these days. <laughs> but Seth, <laughs> Seth is the closest. Seth is your closest. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely it's definitely been a special um, time just to have, you know, Seth so close and stuff. And I feel like a ton of it is just like the benefit of um, almost like, I don't know, a weird word, practice in a way. No, no really, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. You know, like it's just really helped me. Like I feel like I've grown a lot and being yeah. able to oh, yeah. know what to you do have. with a baby, you know. Yeah, totally. You're not just, afraid anymore. <laughs> yeah. And um, just like it's awesome just like being around um, you guys and Seth. I feel like both Gabrielle and I like learn so much about like how you we guys do. are yeah. raising Seth and it just um, – gives a lot of um, perspective and like help and like, you know, oh, yeah. I want to do that too. Like yeah. that's yeah. really good. We're definitely influenced by you guys in well, a lot of ways. Yeah. You're, well, you're going to raise your kids how you guys are going to raise, but it's just, it, it's nice to be influenced and, yeah. and, and, and know that you guys seeing what we're doing as, oh yeah, that would be good for us too. Yeah. Well, and who knows? I mean, you know, if and when we have more children, we may end up having to do things completely different because totally. every child yeah. is different. Yeah, so. totally. But it's good to have options to choose from. Yeah. Like, I can do things this way or this way. If you have no idea going into it, that's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. So, But we, we love having you guys oh, yeah. close by. I mean, we totally take advantage of you 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and we're happy of to all be the taken advantage of. And, and that is one thing that is so helpful is that, you know, whether it's throwing them out to you guys or like um dropping seth off at my mom's or whatever i know you guys like just love spending time with them so i never it's never a burden yeah which is which is really helpful for me because i know like with some people when they they're scared to ask people to watch their kids because they're like oh my gosh like i don't want to give that burden off not that children are burdens but some people can view it that way Mm -hmm. or explain it that way um I feel like that's so sad, and I'm. We're so grateful that we have that that trust and relationship well, with with yeah. you guys and everything. So, not, well, not only the babysitting, but like I just love seeing the influence you guys have. Yeah, in, and the relationship that he has personally. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like it's it's not, you know, uncle and and auntie. Like it's it is, but he doesn't know you guys through us. Like he has his own personal relationship yeah. with you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen him light up like like a freaking light bulb (laughs) when he sees you through the door he just has the biggest he goes his eyes disappear because he's smiling so big and no i I think that's just really great that uh seth just has such an amazing love for you guys and that that gives me butterflies same ryan do you think that having seth around has grown your desire to be a father yeah i think it has just like all the experiences that we get to have with Seth. And it's just like, you know, kind of desiring that, you know, special, you know, wanting to have it, you know, as your own. Yeah. So whoever's listening, you can be praying for us that the Lord will bless us soon. Lord willing, you know, with our own children, because the desire is great for both of us. I think for me, it was a lot me in the beginning, (laughs) but I do think that having Seth around has really grown Ryan's desire. So it encourages my heart to see my husband want it more. You know what I mean? No, and I think it it also, I think you've already mentioned before, like it kind of helps just like just the kind of general having a kid anxiety. Seriously. You know, but then like being able to see like even just Seth through like all the different periods so far of him growing up and Mm -hmm. just kind of getting a feel for like, okay, I have an idea of what, things will kind of be like mm-hmm. yeah for 
And you guys have been in such close proximity since before he was born. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys have literally seen every Every stage, like on a weekly basis. (laughs) Daily sometimes. (laughs) The things that have gone on with him. And yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. Cool. Well, this has been fun, guys. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with Jed and Ryan's homemaking fail. (laughs) This would be so bad. Marcella, guess what? What? Last night, I made our dinner entirely out of incredible food that could have been thrown out as waste and headed to the landfill. No way. How? Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is a weekly grocery delivery service on a mission to build a better, less wasteful food system. They offer a full lineup of sustainable, affordable groceries that make the weekly tour of grocery shopping an effortless and delightful experience. Imperfect Foods partners with food suppliers, farmers, and small businesses to ensure that delicious food goes into our pantries and instead of the landfill. I feel like you started that sentence really weird. I did. Anyway, you guys have got to try it. Get $20 off your first Imperfect Foods delivery by using our link at youngandwifedup.com. Get it. All right, who wants to go first? Um, okay, so remember I was predicting to you which one. It's were you right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, roll. Ryan, do you want to go first? Both? I want I want Ryan to go first. Okay, both Ryan really and bad. Jed have almost burned our apartments down to the ground. That is so not true. Um, it's actually. kind of true. But I will, in defense, I have also almost burned my own apartment down. I have not had any mishaps with yes. fire. Yes, not I will have to talk about that closer to when Thanksgiving comes along. I think you kind of know the context of oh, that. God, but, Ryan, why don't you go first? Yeah, so I was trying to figure out. I had a few different options, but I'm actually, and it's kind of sad, but I'm going with one that's a little more recent. Oh, so no. like the, it's a fresh wound. Yeah, so it's kind of like the time hasn't that. gone by to kind of look back and be like, ah. That was funny. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not funny right now. It's horrible. But um, I'm sure your listeners are aware, if they've been listening intently, that you've talked about how you recently purchased a bird water filter um, system which is kind of like a big you know superior version of like a brita filter really Mm -hmm. nice like stainless steel thing um so like we're getting used to it and i really like it like i'm does the water taste different to you i feel like it tastes different but not bad it tastes good yeah i like it Nice. Okay. Anyway. Like water. So okay. <laughs> I've, I've been able to be drinking more water recently, and this kind of plays into it. So I, both Marcella and I, I have kind of. Obnoxious <laughs> I, 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 I influenced him. I saw her have this like gallon thing of water, and it's really cool. It has little time stamps on it. Of, and there's like, no cheesy sayings on it. Like, you got this, babe. <laughs> They have those on Amazon and they're awful. I was like, I don't want anything like that. (laughs) So it's very gender neutral. Yeah. No, it's just a It's not cheesy. I would probably make fun of you. Both of you. You guys both got that. I would make fun of myself. (laughs) Anyway, so you have this huge gallon. Yeah. So I was, um, it was a night and I wanted to make sure that there was going to be enough water in there that in the morning I could just go and fill up this gallon thing of water. 
and I did not take into account, so it's a little tricky the way the Berkey is set up. It has like two tiers. There's a bottom tank that holds the filtered water, mm-hmm. and there's a top tank where you pour the unfiltered water in. And it filters. For yeah. Right. So I was just like, man, I really want to make sure there's enough water, because I don't want to be pouring it in the morning, because I wake up a little earlier, and it have to be a bunch of you know noise and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to fill this thing to the brim. Oh, my like, like, so I have and enough water, but I foolishly did not kind of empty out and make sure the bottom tank oh was empty. And to my, to a little bit of my defense, I feel like the only downside I could even think of, like this nice thing that we have, is it would be kind of cool to like check where the water yeah, level is at on the, on the bottom. But because it's not clear, you can't yeah. tell. So I, and I had like a thought in my mind, like, could this overflow? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I was even thinking like, I should ask Gabriella that. But he didn't. But I was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't think so. And then like, so I wake up in the morning and I'm already like, I try to wake up early and stuff. So I'm like, and then I go over and I'm like, oh, I'll fill up the water right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like... (laughs) So, like, on our nice, like, kind of wooden, like, little coffee cart thing, I see, like, the water has been seeping out. And I even <gasps> see, like, some water on the floor. Oh and I'm just like, my God. Oh. It's destroyed. You can't close the drawer anymore. There's so much water <gasps> damage. Did it warp the wood? Yep. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it did. So and it's you can, beautiful. You can close it, but it's a little of a pain to open it. You know what I'm talking about? That giant. coffee cart that yeah, Grandma, yeah, yeah. Grandma and Poppy the gave white it to one? us. Uh-oh. It's white and wood. They're going to yeah. hear this and be like, Ryan. Yeah, it's but, so um, depressing. So it was it was a pretty bad morning. Just kind of threw all my plans out the window, and I had to clean up everything. And I was just dreading, like, oh great, now I got to tell Gabriella, and I was that I this yep. happened. And whatnot. I think I reacted appropriately. Yeah. No, I was very calm, but I was like, "Are you?" No, I I let her. I was like, "This is obviously." You're like, you can be mad. Like, this is frustrating. And like, <laughs> I, I felt so bad because I was like, man, like this. We just like, spent so much money on this thing. And... Well, no, and I was just like, these are really nice things. And like, uh, you know, you hate when, you know. Yes. It was an accident. But but thankfully, like I, my dad is a really good like woodworking person. So I, I told him I wanted to take some pictures of it. And hopefully we can, as a project, kind of fix salvage, it. Um, you know. Good luck. Good I know, luck, I'm really. stressed. Wow. That's pretty bad. Right, that's mine, though. <laughs> Jed, what is your I home think Jed's is worse, actually. So, I don't... I, I, there's no excuse. There's just no excuse. For, just straight there's up. There's nothing you can call to your defense for this one. Literally, it's just the fact, I'm an idiot. That's it. <laughs> that's my defense. I'm an idiot? <laughs> Why don't I say that like it was a question? Am I an idiot? Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So, I think I had the reasoning that... So I, I baked pizza with cardboard. Yes, your mind goes zero to 60. You know what happens. Let me explain. So it was already partially thawed. And I was like, if it's already partially thawed, it's going to cook faster. And our oven, our old oven, heated up so fast. It was ridiculous. It was yeah, it's electric. Oven. Ours does too. And well, the, the stupid thing about it is we would set it to like 350 or 450. But it would go higher than that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it would still, it, it would be set as, you know, whatever, but it would be like 100 degrees or 50 degrees more. So I was already like, all right, well, it's going to heat up fast. It's going to cook fast. This is already partially thawed. I can just 
They'll literally throw it in for like five, five to seven minutes and it'll be done. Like half the time. <laughs> okay. Just basically nuke it in the oven. It'll be fine. So I nuke put it, it in the oven. Yeah. So I put it, I put it in the oven <laughs> thing? and with the cardboard, mind you. And I was like, this is just, you should never put cardboard I in the know oven. That now he knows. Now I know that. So I was like, whatever. So I put it in the oven, go about my, go about my day you guys, I don't, I don't think you guys, you and Seth were home. It was just me. It was like on a Wednesday I, night. Seth wasn't even around. Okay. Yeah, this was, was not pre-Seth. Even, he was, oh, this is pre-Seth. You're right. Was he it? was, he was not even a thought. He was, he was in the Lord's mind. <laughs> he was in existence in my belly. <laughs> oh, okay. You're okay, I was so you're pregnant. pregnant. Okay, so. Wow, you almost burned down your pregnant wife. I was not home, home, though. She was not home. I'm going to let him finish, and I'm going to tell you my, my perspective of this. Okay, so. <laughs> I do my thing and I, I smell a little bit of a smoke and I'm like, well, it could be just the crust because I know that the pizzas heat up and cook very quickly. So it could just be the crust. And I was like, you know what? I better check. I go over to the stove, open and by, by right now at this time, no alarms have been going off. No smoke alarms. So we're still technically safe. Technically. And so I open up the stove. And a, just a black cloud of smoke hits oh me in the face, gosh. and I and I'm like I'm dead. So I pull, <laughs> I pull it out. I'm dead. So I pull I'm out dead. the pizza. I know exactly what happened. Sure enough, I the cardboard is just the pieces. It's singed. It's it's done. Ashes. It's pretty much. You know, you know what's the stupidest thing? Pizza was not even like a quarter way done. It was still doughy, and I was like, this is embarrassing. So that was my homemaking fail. I almost burned down. Our apartment. That was that was pretty fun. <laughs> now mine, I actually caught food literally on fire. That was fun. Like flames that, that in the nice. oven. But we'll save that for another day. So <laughs> when this whole thing happened, the whole cardboard catching on fire fiasco thing, I just spent. There was a friend of mine out from out of town. She was out here in California. I rarely see her. We spent our a whole day together at the beach. I dropped her off at her at the airport that she was flying out of and i'm on my way home and jed calls me or no i call him and i was like i just want somebody to talk to while i'm driving because i'm like bored so he tells me he's like don't be or no the first thing he says is like i'm okay (laughs) (laughs) it's okay everything and i'm like what did you do so he tells me and i'm just like thinking in my head like i literally cannot leave this man alone to cook for himself for like more than a few hours he's literally gonna kill himself i was so mad i was i was like are you stupid and he was like yeah (laughs) i am and i was like how could you not realize you're not supposed to put cardboard i was not very nice to you about it at all but i wouldn't have been i yeah that was completely valid but we look back on it now and it's like a hilarious story. It's a forced tell. laugh. Like, anyway, guys, uh, thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Thank you guys for joining us today. It was a long, I think this is our longest one that we've had yet. I think we're going to have to break it up into oh, a couple yeah. parts. <laughs> so you might be ending with part two. You made it. Congrats. <laughs> and maybe we'll bring the boys again another day. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll talk to all of you next week. Bye. Bye.